Today on episode number 439 of the School of Podcasting's Morning Announcements, I want to say this up front before we jump into the, the whole show. Today I'm going to talk about making money, leveraging the relationship you build with your podcast. And I know for some people they're like, ah, another how to make money with podcasting podcast. Not at all. Today we're going to talk about how to spot opportunity and we're going to talk about the most efficient way to leverage your relationship that you build with your podcast. So hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. All podcasting since 2005. I am your personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, we talk about all things podcasting as we massage your message as we tackle Tickle or tickle. We can tickle the technology. Come here, you little technology. You're so cute. Or we could tackle it. You know what else we're going to tackle? The learning curve. That's right. And this is where in my brain I'm going, am I going to leave this in? Yeah, we'll leave it in. And uh, we get you on the way to pain-free podcasting. I've been teaching technology for over 20 years. Been podcasting since 2005. Yada, yada, yada. I'm really, really glad you're here. That's really the bottom line as we get to this. And uh, today's going to be a really, really short show. And you're like, yeah, Dave, okay, you've said that before. But no, seriously, it's going to be really, really short. I do have one question. We're going to, I don't have a last five and five. Yeah, I know. You said you're going to send one in. You didn't. And uh, because of my podcast, yeah, I know. You said you're going to send one in. You didn't. But you know who sent something in? My buddy, Mark, and uh, this is going to be kind of sad to read, but it's going to happen because those people have been podcasting since 2005, 2006. They've been doing it a while. And in some cases, uh, they kind of said all there is to say. And Mark Wade was one of the first probably 10 people to join the School of Podcasting. Maybe he's been around a long time and been a good friend. And I've been there to help him through many different challenges he's had with his podcast. And uh, you can find him at a1blues.com. You better go soon because here is Mark's question. He says, I've decided to quit doing my podcast, A1 Blues. It's been fun, interesting, and a lot of work over the past six years. Okay, six years. It just seems like 10. Uh, I could have never done it without you. Thank you very much for all your help over the years. Uh, I was not able to find anything at the School of Podcasting about how to shut down a podcast. So if you ever wonder how things get added to the School of Podcasting, this is it. Nobody's ever asked me, how do I kill my podcast? But people are going to start doing that, that have been doing it for years now. They go, you know what? I've been there, done that. I mean, Mark has got to talk to so many of his heroes in the blues genre that Again, we're going to talk about making money today. It's not all about making money. It's about meeting your heroes and getting to to hang out with a lot of great musicians. He says, I wasn't able to find anything. So here's his question. When I cancel, in this case, Mark is using Lipson, uh, will my past show still be, be available for people to still listen at my website through iTunes or does uh, Lipson delete your past shows? Well, eventually they will. I, for, I think they, they keep them there for a month. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but the bottom line is, yeah, eventually they're going to go, hey, guess what? You're not paying for us to serve the files, which is what you pay them for, all the bandwidth and things like that. So when you quit paying, your files go away. Uh, number two, is there anything I need to do to keep the website up and running? 
yeah, in, in a nutshell, uh, pay the bill. That's really about it. Um, number three, I've decided if I decide to start the show a few years from now, is there anything I can do to make that comeback easier? Um, well, first things first, um, let's, let's go to Ryan Parker on this one. And of course, when I say Ryan Parker, I mean from foodcraftsman.com who said the immortal line on episode number 407, no one will punch you in the face if you come back six weeks from now or a year from now and start podcasting again. You may have a, a little bigger hill to climb because your numbers may not be the same as they were when they, when you stopped, but so what? There we go. So is there anything you can do? Not really, because when you come back, it's going to be an uphill battle. Um, it, it's up to you. Some people will do like a final farewell show. Some people just say, I'm going on hiatus and then they never come back. That's really up to you. Uh, Mark said, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks to, uh, thanks to me. Well, Mark, I, I thank you so much, buddy. I thank you for a great podcast. I was actually a listener. I love the blues and uh, the fact that you got to talk to Tommy Castro and all these other great people. Very, very cool. So really the bottom line is there are three pieces of the puzzle to, to think about. Uh, number one, if you're on Libsyn, if you're on Blueberry, you can downgrade to whatever their smallest package is because you're not uploading anything anymore. So for Libsyn, that could be $5 a month. Now, if you want to still track your stats, you know, with Libsyn, that'll be $7 a month. Um, you know, you could go $5 a month and then throw in Libsyn or Blueberry free stats if you wanted to. There's all sorts of ways to do that, but you need to keep the lights on at your media host. You need to keep the lights on at your domain name. So in your case, a1blues.com, um, you would want to keep paying for that because that points people to your website. And then that's the last thing you have to keep up, your website. Now, in theory, if you wanted to save the money from your web hosting, which I think is like $7 a month, it's it's less. If you buy a year in advance, now realize it's like, you know, 96 bucks, something like that. Uh, maybe a little less. It might be closer to 50 if you buy a year in advance. Um, you know, that'll save you a little money. But if you really wanted to get rid of that bill, you could point your domain name at your Libsyn page. Now, granted, the Libsyn page won't have all the cool photos and things like that you had, but it would, you know, keep people there. But, and this is the, the other piece of the puzzle, your feed. So in Mark's case, your feed is on your website. So if you are going to point it at just the Libsyn website, you've got to move your feed first. So those are the pieces of the puzzle. You have your media files. So your web host has to get paid. Your domain has to get paid. Your website, if you're keeping it, needs to stay. And then don't forget your feed. Because if your feed is generated by WordPress and you kill your website, you just killed your feed. And if any of those go away, um, you know, you kind of lost, it, it, it will get pulled from iTunes especially. Because once your feed is dead, um, iTunes gets a little cranky about that. So I'm sad to uh, to see that go, but it does bring me to a question for you, Mark, which is, okay, what's your next podcast going to be about? Because typically that's what happens. You get tired of one, but you still like the podcasting thing and you find a new passion and you move on. So that we'll see what happens. But I think we're going to see a lot of that. As a lot of us now are hitting the 10-year mark, you kind of go, eh, I've said all I need to say. Maybe not. All good things to come to an end. And uh, so that'll be interesting to see as time moves on. Wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
right, I said today we're going to talk about making money with your podcast. Now, for the record, you don't make money with your podcast. You make your money from the relationship you build with your audience. That relationship takes time. It takes effort. Think about your best friend. My best friend to this day, even though I talk to him maybe three times a year, is Scott Knepp. I've known Scott since I was in the sixth grade. And when we get together, we just have that connection. And, you know, we from sixth grade through high school and then some, we've just, we both get each other. And we've been through a lot together. And that's time and effort and things like that. And so today we're talking about one of the most efficient ways you can create money through your podcast. Let's say that. And that is if you have your own product, if you think about it, the even, even if we look at uh, our good friend, John Lee Dumas, yes, he's making money from advertising from that's where ma- he's making money from his podcast, but most of his money is coming from the products that he's selling based on the relationship he made with his audience, his audience who was interested in making money. So they're willing to spend money. Most people will spend money to make money. So that's one of the things you have to ask yourself is, does your market have any money? I was talking to somebody this week and their primary audience was college students. And they were talking about how they wanted to do this thing and monetize it. And I'm like, hey, I'm not saying you can't do that. You just might want to double check and make sure do college students have money? Because when I was in college, um, the answer was no. But it depends on what college you're going to. But just think, does your market have any money? I don't want to poo-poo your idea, but... But I want to point out, I was listening to my buddy, Eric K. Johnson. He does the podcast talent coach show. Love that show. And uh, I'm very honored to, to do a podcast with Eric. I mean, this guy's been in radio forever and he's won awards. I know this year he won some sort of his whole station, which he's kind of you know involved with. He's, he's got all sorts of hats he wears over there. And uh, he won an award and got to go to, I think it was the CM, the country music big hat award, something. I mean, it was, it was cool. He won an award and it's not his first one. won't be his last. And, um, so I get to do a podcast with Eric called the podcast review show. You can find it over at podcastreviewshow.com. And if you're looking for an unbiased constructive feedback, uh, check it out. We have two versions. You can get your podcast reviewed. If you don't want to be on the show with us and just want us to listen to your stuff and, and tell us what we think about it. Uh, there's a, a little lesser fee if you go over and actually you can be on the show and not only the people that, that are on the show, we talk about your show. I think what the really benefit comes is when we hit stop on the recorder and it's like any other questions, that's where things really get fun. So you're really getting like two consultants for the price of about a half. Uh, check it out over at podcastreviewshow.com. And so it's kind of cool. And I was listening to Eric's show. And I heard this clip and I wanted to play it to you because I want to hear if you hear what I do. You do you hear what I hear ringing through? Okay. All right, Josh, with that being said, let's get into the second part of your question. And that is where to find other books and resources uh, for how to become an awesome interviewer. I've searched over my 25-year radio career on resources on how to be a great interviewer, and I haven't been able to find that one particular end-all, be-all resource for great interviews. Did you hear that? I can't find it. And I know where we've all, I've looked for it. 
that one, like how to be a better interviewer book. And if you listen to the rest of Eric's show, and again, you can find it over at podcasttalentcoach.com, click on podcast, search for it in iTunes. He goes on to say, well, I've, I've gotten some information out of this book, some information about that. I read the Larry King biography, but it doesn't exist. I've looked, it doesn't exist. Now, there are certain things, uh, one of the things I'm working on, I, the next two weeks I have off, basically. And one of the things I want to work on is a course on how to podcast live because I'm getting more and more people that are asking me for it. I have some resources at the School of Podcasting, but in terms of like step-by-step directions like I normally do, uh, not so much. So you have to listen to what is your audience asking you for. And Eric, for the record, I would buy that book right now. I am I am uh, lucky enough to work with you, and I get to just stream inf- information out of your head. I've done shows on interviewing, um, but I don't have the 25 years of interviewing people like you do. And like you said, you've read all these books. So write that book, <laughs> would you? And so this is how you can find that. Now, okay, let's back up a second. Dave, I'm, I'm really, I'm not offended, Dave, but I, I'm not really interested in making money with my podcast. And you know what? That's fine. If somebody asks you the same questions three times, though, that would be a great episode. Hmm. That's another way to think of it. Okay, fine. You don't want to make money. When people ask you that same stuff, that's a good episode then because they're curious about it. And if you can come up with the answers of how to do it, now again, you're seen as the expert. They're going to know, like, and trust you. And that's really the most efficient way to make money with your podcast because if you produce podcasts on a regular basis on a schedule that they can bank on. Now, do you have to have it on a schedule? No. Uh, Rob Walsh from uh, Libsyn has proven there are a couple podcasts, uh, the Joe Rogan experience, um, the guy with the history thing, that guy, Dan, I want to say Dan Benjamin. Is that right? The history something guy, that guy, you know him. Um, He only produced, but it's like a four hour show when it comes out. And these guys get staggering numbers because while they're not consistent in schedule, they're consistent with wow kind of content. But if you do have a schedule and you keep it, you now become part of your audience's routine. I've had people say, I start off every Monday with you. You're in my car with me on the way to work. That's cool. And I'm very honored to be there. So when you produce on a regular schedule, it helps. When you bring value you, they're like, wow, that was really cool. That just saved me from having to look for stuff. So now they, they like you. When they go and use the stuff that you just said to try, and you go, no, seriously, if you plug your nose and your ears and drink through a straw, it's kind of hard to do. It might take a friend to help, but that will cure the hiccups. Try it. It works. And when they go, it works, now they trust you. And if you share a little bit about yourself, then they like you. Now they know you, they like you, they trust you. And you come out and say, oh, by the way, I'm doing this thing that's going to be a book, a course, whatever it is. That's why it's the most efficient way. All right, you with me so far? So 
How would I do this? Well, there are a couple of things. I mean, there's books about, there's 8 million books. As, as many as there are podcasts about podcasting, there are books about writing a book. Um, one of my favorites, you said turning around to get it. Can you hear it? Ooh, it's so old. I have it on paper. Uh, Self-Publishing for Virgins with Peggy Decay. Um, awesome. Larry and Peggy are good friends of mine. And it talks all about self-publishing and things like that. Step-by-step -step tutorial on the interior book layout using Word. It's a really good book. I love me some Peggy Decay. She's awesome. So is Larry putting the book behind me. Um, Ray Edwards has the Rapid Writing Method. Now, that is not cheap. It's like 500 bucks. Um, I went through that course many moons ago before it was 500 bucks. Ray has some good stuff. So there's all sorts of ways. Because really, what it boils down to is, number one, you have to focus on your topic. When I wrote my book, More Podcast Money, which you can find at Amazon.com and morepodcastmoney.com, um, I submitted my book to my editor who said I had about four books. If you've listened to this show, you've heard this story before. And I had to cut it down because I had a planning your podcast book. I had a, um, a best practices book. I had a promotional book. And they said, look, pick a topic and go with it. So... Uh, that would be something. And basically you outline what you're going to talk about and then you just expand on the outline and presto, you have a book, you get an editor, get a little book uh, uh, cover made and you're good to go. And books are not going to let you retire. Uh, I sell my book on Amazon anywhere from four bucks to 10 bucks. And I'm going to say I make, you know, uh, $20 a month, maybe on my book. I don't promote it a whole lot, but it's a fun way. And the book helps you also to be seen as an expert. And it's a, a cool way to, uh, you know, make some gas money, help pay for hosting. So how do I do that? Once you get the book and you can write it in Microsoft Word, I did mine. I wanted to give you some tools to use. Now at uh, the podcast review show, we use a, uh, currently we use a system called Cells, and that is S-E-L-Z.com. And it's pretty cool uh, system. I like it. There, there are some things I like about it. Like I can tie it into AWeber. I can tie it into MailChimp. So when somebody signs up for a podcast review, MailChimp sends them an email that says, hey, please go out and fill out the form so we can uh, review your show. Um, I like the fact that if you have video, you can put, you, you basically work in to a, a purchase I don't know what you call it. It's not a button. It's a button with a video built into it. So, and again, you can see this at podcastreviewshow.com. So it makes, in terms of presentation, and you can see the stats, you can see how many times it's been sold. You can get the email addresses. It's really, really cool. How much does it cost? It doesn't cost you a dime until you sign something, sell something. And that is 5% of the sale plus 25 cents. And that's in the U.S. It's a uh, point... Two five when you sell in euros and 0.25 when you sell in British pounds. Um, again, it's at sells.com. Now, what I don't like about sells is if here's the thing that's that's tricky about selling. Some people love PayPal, some people hate PayPal. And if you sell through sales, um, they cover the, the credit card. But if you have somebody who goes, ooh, do you have PayPal? Uh, they don't take PayPal unless you pay them $5 a month. Okay. So that's where I'm like, hmm. Now, if I go over to Selfie, 
and this is S-E-L-L-F-Y.com, kind of the same deal. It is, um, you, you can get paid instantly via PayPal. Stripe is really, really cool. This is another payment processor, and I'll talk about them in a second. PayMail, pay, excuse me, Mill is another one, and all your earnings are transferred to your account instantly. And your customers can choose to pay with PayPal or credit card. That is cool because, again, now you're covered either way. You can customize the storefront. They have, again, analytics so you can see how many times it was viewed. And it's only 5% per transaction. So by that comparison, it's actually a little cheaper. There's no $0.25 per transaction. Um, I like them. Their buttons are not as customizable. So if you're really into the appearance of your store and such, but selfie is definitely worth looking at. Uh, and you can sell things like, you know, eBooks, themes, audio, video, software, et cetera, et cetera. Another really, really powerful one that I use is called Gumroad. And here's the thing. And here's, what's cool about this whole Stripe thing. Stripe is a payment processor is, um, I can see that I have a, uh, I'm selling a spreadsheet an Excel spreadsheet, and uh, I've made 41 sales at 10 bucks a piece. I do the math on that. That's pretty cool. Uh, it's been viewed 4,741 times. This is the kind of analytics you get from all these services, and I've made 41 sales. Um, and the cool thing about it is, again, they're going to take 5% plus uh, 25 cents. Now, the cool thing about Gumroad is, is if you don't know what to charge your customer, Gumroad, at least at this point, as I record this, is the only one that lets you do the old, ah, you pick the price. It's whatever you want to pay for it. If it's free, it's free. If it's not, you can pick what it is. The thing about them is they do not accept PayPal. In fact, they are like, hey, we, you know, have people buy on your website. Don't send them to PayPal. You can do it all through us. So they're kind of anti-PayPal, which is fine unless you have that person that's like, I really want to pay with PayPal. Okay. So I really like Gumroad uh, because of, if you're a person that's like, look, pay me whatever you want, go Gumroad. Um, if you want to accept multiple payments, go Selfie. Gumroad, by the way, is just gumroad.com, and it's G-U-M-R-O-A-D. Selfie is S-E-L-L-F-Y. Isn't that cute? Get it, selfie. It's not the, okay, selfie. Um, I've used them a little bit, and the only reason, like I said, I use cells, S-E-L-Z.com, is I like their buttons better. I like their presentation better. But those are three services you can use. There are other ones like eJunkie. eJunkie is okay. I know uh, they can make a shopping cart. All these allow you to make shopping carts. All of them let you make discount codes. Um, they all have pretty much unlimited storage for your product. So you can just upload whatever you want. Um, and let me see here as so I'm, I'm clicking through a couple other things. Uh, most of them have a market. So you can put your, like if people go there to like, Oh, what are people? You're not going to get a lot of traffic from that, but they do have their own little that. And, so those are three ways you can develop a, a product based on listening to your audience. And if you want to make money, turn that idea into a book and sell it. If you're not interested in making money, listen to your audience as always and 
turn that into an episode. But for more information on this, again, go over to uh, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 439. And if you don't know how to, you know, make a product, sell things like that, uh, this is something else that'll be added. We have some things on monetization. We have things about affiliate marketing and a couple other things at the School of Podcasting. But this is another area I want to expand on about, well, how do I make my own product? And so those will be things that'll be coming in 2015. But for now, listen to your audience. And when you got the time and you got the resources, give them the product that they're dying to buy from you. All right, we're going to kill two birds with one stone. I am uh, one of the, my, if I have a fault, I, I have, I, I have a hard time. At least I feel I do. You can correct me on this. Uh, pimping myself. I mean, at the end, I say, you know, hey, quick start, blah, 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 join the school of podcasting. Uh, but in terms of really sharpening my sales, I have a hard time. I, if you're a regular listener, you know this. If you're a new listener, I just, it's all about you. It's not so much about me. So it's kind of cool when somebody sends me something like this that helps me out in this department. So take it away, Mr. Raymond Gooch. Cool production. All right. I like it. Hi. Ray Gooch here from the Job Search That Works podcast. Before I enrolled for Dave Jackson's School of Podcasting, I wanted to do a podcast, but I had no idea how to make it happen. Dave took our small class step-by-step through the process, and he covered things like planning my show, what equipment I needed to get started, how to pull together the content, how to record my show, how to upload my podcast to iTunes and other services, And he gave some great insight on how to monetize my podcast along with some really realistic expectations on uh, what the kind of money would be in uh, in short term and long term. I really like the way Dave gave economical options to get things done because I tend to go overboard, but Dave's recommendations sort of helped me keep a level head about what I was spending. I thoroughly love producing my show. And thanks to Dave Jackson and the School of Podcasting, they helped me get my start. If you'd like to hear the result of Dave's coaching, check out my show at www.jobsearchthatworks.com. There we go. Love it. And I'm going to throw in, we're going to call an audible here. I'm going to give you a really cool tool. Thank you, Ray, by the way. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Ray's a great guy and, uh, it was fun working with him. I am going to bring that back next year. Um, the, the school of podcasting, a step-by-step tutorials, it's kind of for the, the person that wants to self-paced. And last year I was taking very small groups and walking people through the process. That was a little more money because it was kind of like group consulting and I will be bringing that back next year. But, um, uh, many people just say, Hey, you know, the school of podcasting is, is fine by me. And, um, I'm going to throw in an audible here. This was not planned. And Ray's website is jobsearchthatworks.com. And I look at it, I'm like, man, this is clean. This is an example of having good graphics. Really, it doesn't matter what theme you work. He's got some really cool graphics on his website. Put a nice banner at the top. So I'm looking at this going, man, what is Ray using for his theme? You guys ready? This is this is something in my bag of tricks. I'm gonna I'm gonna 
throw this out here. WP, short for WordPress, themedetector.com. So if you ever look at somebody's site and go, man, what theme is that? WP theme detector. And you just go out, you put in the address. So I put in Ray's website here, jobsearchthatworks.com. And I click on uh, the button right now. It says, experience the magic of WPTD, which stands for WordPress theme detector. You watch the little progress bar roll around and uh, roll around. And uh, when it's done with that, it rolls around some more. But this will eventually spit out if it can figure it out. Now, in some cases, if you're not using WordPress, it'll go, they're not using WordPress. But it'll, in, it'll show you what theme they're using and in many cases, what plugins they're using. So it's really kind of peeling back the curtain so you can see what they're using. Now, keep in mind, as we wait for the progress bar, there we go. Um, you know what? I got to get into this. Um, he's using, it's called Divi Child, D-I-V-I Child. Um, and the author is Ray Gooch. And so it's um, elegant themes. I got to get into elegant themes because, um, interesting, I'm seeing a lot of really cool people, cool websites coming from elegant themes. They're about, you can buy all of their themes for like $89 a year. So it's not super cheap, but it's not super expensive. But I can see he's using share buttons by add this, easy Facebook like box, easy table, Jetpack by WordPress, Blueberry PowerPress, WordPress SEO, W3 Total Cash. And um, yeah, so, and how this guy makes money, by the way, the WP theme detector, when you buy those themes through his website, it's an affiliate link. It's actually a pretty cool idea, but that's a little tool I use. And so what I want to do is, uh, is my way of saying it's two things. As I, I say, thank you to, uh, to Ray for such a loving and, and wow, makes me blush kind of uh, testimonial. I'm going to do something a little interesting. I'm going to play Ray's first podcast. He's on episode number 14. Let's listen to number one. Job Search That Works, episode number one. You're listening to Job Search That Works. Are you tired of sending out tons of resumes and never getting called for an interview? Are you frustrated with the amount of time it takes to apply for a job online only to get no response? Perhaps you've been in your current job for a while and thinking that it's time to see if you can improve your situation. And just maybe you've been thrown into a job search through no choice of your own. Whatever the reason, you've come to the right place. Keep listening and discover how to get an employer's attention. Get tried and true methods for conducting an effective job search. A job search that works. Here we go. So let's look. We'll, uh, we'll let Ray talk a little bit here. Listen to his first episode. Remember this Hi, is everybody. Welcome to the premiere episode of Job Search That Works. Today's topic will be the three A's to jumpstart your job search. We're going to be talking about three basic things today. Acknowledgement. Acknowledging the fact that a job search is intimidating. Attitude. The mindset that's necessary to tackle the challenge of a job search. And the third thing we'll be speaking about is action, the first steps to jumpstart a job search. All right, so I'm going to pause it there. So I really like the way Ray kicks off his show, that whole 
is this you? Is this you? Is this you? Because if you're like going, no, no, it's not me. No, I don't need a job. Then Ray is saving you time by going, yeah, this podcast isn't for you. And then right there, he let us know the three things he was going to talk about. And uh, so very cool show. What I want to do now is I'm going to go out and listen to his latest show. That works. All right, here comes episode number 14. And we'll talk about Ray's goals here and uh, how it ties in with his podcast. Come on, Ray. Welcome to the Job Search That Works podcast. I'm your host, Ray Gooch. Over the next few minutes, we will answer your questions about how to navigate the challenges of looking for a new job while landing you quickly and safely into a career you'll love with a bright future. Oh, wow. I, didn't, I, I cut that off. Today is about changing careers the smart way. All right. So I wanted to point this out because if you're on a treadmill, if you're in the car, you probably didn't hear this, but Ray had a, a hint of reverb on his voice in episode number one, and he doesn't in episode 14. So I pointed out, you know, Ray went through my how to start podcasting in six weeks class and uh, came out with a first episode that sounded pretty cool. He's very... Uh, focused on what he wants. And what's great about it is if you go out to Ray's website at job search that works, he's got a career portal that uh, is just a, a tool. That, it's a free assessment tool that uh, you can use there on his website. So that those are services. I believe he has coaching services as well that you can use. Yeah. He's got private career to coaching. So here again is somebody that is earning the respect and the trust through his podcast and then leveraging that their actual webinars and workshops. And um, I'm very proud to say that, yeah, okay. I had something to do with Ray Gooch starting a podcast. And uh, again, you can find him over at job search that works.com, but that's where I see some people start and their goal is one thing and their podcast has nothing to do with that goal. Ray is perfectly aligned to his podcast attracts people who, you know, like he says, maybe, you know, maybe you had a job uh, change that really wasn't your choice. Well, he's going to help you do that. And uh, as someone who found a new job, uh, well, probably three years ago, finding a job uh, three years ago is not the same way as it was finding a job 15 years ago. A lot of things have changed. The first person that sees your resume now is not a person. So the, uh, the job search that works over at jobsearchthatworks.com is this week's spotlight artist, I guess you could call it, or spotlight podcast from the School of Podcasting. And uh, that is going to do it for this episode. I said it's going to be short and uh, realize Ray showed there barely. I mean, his first episode didn't have a whole lot of room for improvement, but you will get better as you do this. And, uh, and you're ready to start. Just go over to schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER, L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R. And I can walk you through all those step-by-step -step tutorials. And like we saw today with Mark Wade, there'll soon be a section on, okay, how do I kill my podcast and uh, not shoot myself in the foot in the event I want to come back later. So that's all over there. Schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code listener. If you don't have a website, send me an email with the uh, subject line quick start because how we can do this is I send you a link. You buy web hosting. It's $8 a month. I earn a big commission for that, and for that, I will give you a free month at the School of Podcasting, plus I will set up WordPress on your website, and 
then from there, obviously you have to provide, you know, the graphics and the content and things like that, but you'll learn how to do that because you'll have a month free at the school of podcasting. Again, send me an email with the, the phrase quick start. If you already have a website, then you'll just have to use the coupon code listener. So thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you're having a great holiday season and uh, don't forget if you want some unbiased attention and um, constructive criticism, check out my and Eric K. Johnson, the podcast talent coach, check out our show together called the podcast review show. And uh, let me remind you to live today. Like, well, it's your last one live tomorrow. Like it's your first and, and don't ever let your problems don't let them bring out your worst. Don't ever take your mind off. Whatever is your goal, be true to yourself and follow your soul. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of School of Podcasting's Morning Announcements. Take care and God bless.